Bluegrass Jamalong is proud to be sponsored by Collins Guitars and Mandolins, each and every one built from the sound up in Austin, Texas. This episode is also brought to you by Peghead Nation, the home of Roots Music Instruction. If you want to improve your playing, join me and thousands of other pickers getting better every day at pegheadnation.com. Hi, this is Matt, and you're listening to Bluegrass Jam along the podcast for anyone and everyone who loves bluegrass. Hey, everybody, welcome back. This is your Bluegrass Briefing for Monday, the... what is it? What are we on now? Monday, the 19th of February, 2024. Um, we do one of these every week. If you're new to the podcast, it's just a 10-minute roundup of what's going on in the last week and the next week in the world of Bluegrass. Some new releases, some news, some bits and pieces. Um, and as always, what we do is we start with a little bit of a recap on what is going on on the podcast. So... Uh, Last week I put out an interview with Kyle Tuttle who plays in Molly Tuttle's band Golden Highway. He's got a fantastic new record out called Labour of Lust and I had a really cool chat with Kyle about that. Um, Do go and listen to that. Uh, Really enjoyed that one. That was a lot of fun. Um, Coming up this week I have an interview with George Jackson who's a great fiddler um, and has put out a project, the start of a project anyway, with Tristan Scroggins um, called The Old Timer 100. And they have recorded 100 old time tunes in a day um, and they're putting them out. 20 at a time with video and notation and all sorts. It's like an educational project, but the, the recordings are great and they're really good. Um, and I'm going to talk to them about sort of why they did that, why they did it in a day, how they did it, who plays on them. You know, really, really cool chat. I enjoyed that a lot. That is already recorded and that's coming out this week. And then the week after, I've got an interview with Missy Rains about her album Highlander, which I love. Um, really, really cool chat with Missy, actually. That one is also already recorded. I've somehow found myself in a position where I've got things done in advance. Um, what a way to start the year, hey? Um, but yeah, some really cool conversations. Love the chat with Kyle. Great chat with George coming out this week, and a really good one with Missy the week after as well. So do sort of stay tuned for all of those. Um, what else? I went to Transatlantic Sessions last week. Um, I think I mentioned it in the podcast before I headed off to go and see it. Um, I always love it. It's great to see a bunch of people who can play that well, do stuff anyway, but it's always a joy to see the solo sort of guests they get up do stuff as well and they bring members of the band out and put them front and centre Daniel Kimbra sang a song which was glorious um, and it was amazing you know I particularly enjoyed seeing Lindsay Lou, who I've not seen live before but it's just such a feeling of joy on the stage between the performers like they've spent this intense two weeks together and they sort of don't want it to end and it was just it was glorious to watch um, I had a great night there but I also got to meet some other people so I just want to say a quick hello to um, Chris Eaton, who listens to the podcast, is a great Dobro player, um, very sort of key figure in the UK bluegrass scene, and he spotted me and we had a chat, which was great. And he also introduced me to somebody who he was with at the gig, who is Julie Jones, who is Frank Poindexter's daughter and uh, Tony Rice's cousin. Now, I'd done five hours of tributes to Tony last year, and to be randomly introduced to his cousin at a gig was just, yeah. Very odd. Um, and really nice. Nice to meet Julie. Um, so hi to Chris and to Julie. Really great to meet you both. Um, I want to say thank you to Colin Burke, who took the time to get in touch through Instagram and just say thank you for some of the episodes. Um, I know people listen to these because I see the download numbers, but I don't really meet anybody who listens to them that often. So it was great to see Chris at the gig. It was also really nice that Colin took the time and made the effort to get in touch and say hello. Um, I enjoyed that. Thank you very much indeed. Um, if you like these, you can always drop me an email, matt at bluegrassjamalong.com. 
Um, there's contact form on the website. You can find me on social. It's always good to hear from people. I really enjoyed it. Um, and just one final thing. I want to say a big thank you to Matthew Montgomery, who is a long-time listener of this podcast, but is also helping me out a bit with the tech stuff on the website. Um, and that is very much appreciated. So thank you to you, Matthew. Um, but that is it. We're going to crack on now and do Church Street News, which is news and announcements. <laughs> There's a few bits in here. The first bit is the Steve Gully Scholarship. Um, and I got this info from Bluegrass today, so I'll put a link to that article and you can go and read the whole thing. But essentially, the Bluegrass Music Endeavours Foundation um, is accepting applications for the Steve Gully Memorial Scholarship, which awards $5,000 to a college student who best represents the future of bluegrass music. Um, foundation is a non-profit organisation funded by and associated with the bluegrass band Crandall Creek, um, and they've been setting aside a portion of proceeds from performances and recordings for charitable causes and they set this scholarship up last year to honour the memory of Steve uh, bluegrass singer, a songwriter and band leader he died from pancreatic cancer in 2020 at the age of 57 um, yeah, I'll put a link to the Bluegrass um, Today article but I'll also put a link in to more information about the scholarship as well because that is a great thing so yeah, the Steve Gully Scholarship um, also, news of the New Mexico Banjo Camp, which is held on two weekends in April, 18th to 21st and 25th to 28th. Um, slightly different different faculty each weekend. The first weekend is Bill Evans, Alan Mundy and Ned, Lu- Ned Um Second week is Bill Evans and Alan Mundy, but also Riley Borgas on Clawhammer and Old Time and Kristen Scott Benson. So if you can get to New Mexico in April and you want to learn from some superb banjo players, then New Mexico Banjo Camp is the place to be. Um, I will stick a link to that in the show notes as well. And then the final thing is um, Bill Amatnik, who is the uh, bass player with David Grisman's quintet in the 70s. Um, he's written a book called Discovering Tony Rice, and that is now out. They're shipping now, this week, I believe. Um, and, yeah, so he, he played with the Grisman quintet in the 70s, um, played with Tony, obviously knew Tony and all those people. But he's put together a book celebrating Tony and interviewing people. You know, I think like you, there's already a great biography of Tony out there. Um, still inside that Caroline Wright and uh, Tim Stafford did. But this is, yeah, just a, a bunch of brand new interviews with people. I'm really looking forward to reading it. And I'm going to talk to Bill about this on the podcast at some point. But I will stick a link in the show notes to uh, Vineyard Press where you can get a copy of this. Um, yeah, be a really interesting one. Bill Amatnik's book, Discovering Tony Rice, is out now. <laughs> brings us on to the grass is new which is the bit where we talk about what music is out this week um and there's a new um single from ethan sherman from his album passages which is due out any time now i think um new track called lake air i've been listening to passages i have a copy in advance because i'm going to chat to ethan for the podcast very soon um i really like it it's it's an instrumental album full of original material it's very melodic um it's got a lovely sound to it um i'm looking forward to listening to it more and talking to him about it but it's a really cool record and it's a really great track i've put it on the playlist um so you can go have a listen um also kyle tuttle's album came out on friday i interviewed kyle last week as you know if you've been sticking around for the past few weeks uh, and if not go and listen to that but kyle's record is great um really enjoy that so that is now out labor of lust and he'll be touring for that i think that's just kicked off now um and the final thing this week is the Baylor Fleck um, Rhapsody in Blue record is out, which sort of pairs a recording of Rhapsody in Blue where Baylor plays the piano part of banjo with a reimagining of it um, with a bluegrass band with sort of Baylor's current touring lineup of the My Bluegrass Heart Band. And I heard that version live a couple of weeks ago in London. 
which is extraordinary. Um, and I'm really looking forward to digging into the record a bit more because I haven't had a chance to do that yet. But yeah, so those three things. The new Ethan Sherman single, Kyle Tuttle's album and the Baylor Fleck um, Rhapsody in Blue record. They are all out. Go and listen to them. <laughs> is Scroll on Buddy and this is stuff that I've spotted on social media that I thought you might be interested in um, and one of them relates to that Baylor Flat record um, Baylor has posted something on his Facebook page and on his social media a sort of article he's written in defence of Rhapsody in Blue because there's, it's the 100th anniversary of that piece and there have been various things written about it and I think Baylor wanted to just explain how he feels about it and it's a really interesting read and I think if you haven't sort of heard of any of that stuff that's been going on the last couple of weeks around Rhapsody in Blue. It's an interesting thing. I think it's always interesting to talk about how we approach music, particularly old music, and the context it was made in versus the context we hear it in now. Um, I think they're important discussions, and I think Baylor's piece is just really eloquent and, and beautiful and personal and kind of thoughtful and uh, made me think about those things, and that's never a bad thing. So thank you for that, Baylor. I'll stick a link to that in the show notes, and you can all have a, a read if you want to. Um, second thing is Jake Eddy has a new solo record on the way um, I'm looking forward to hearing it's not out yet I don't know when it is out but I spotted on his Instagram that that's kind of all recorded and mastered now so I'm looking forward to hearing that at some point congratulations Jake um, I like solo guitar records they're an interesting thing I think they they yeah there's something really special about a solo guitar record so I'm looking forward to that and the final thing is which I saw on Paul Coet's Instagram Paul is bass player of Hawktail and Punch Brothers um, the Richard Davis Foundation Conference for Young Bassists, which is, they describe it as a series of events to train young bassists and their families on what it is to be a bass player while networking with experienced professionals. And that sounds like a really cool opportunity for, for young bass players. So I'll stick a link in the show notes to that as well. Um, so, yeah, that's the Baylor Fleck piece, the Jake Eddy solo record, and the Richard Davis Foundation Conference for Young Bassists. Um, links to that will all be in the show notes. <laughs> just sort of leaves me to say what I've been listening to this week and I've been listening to all sorts really um, for reasons that I will explain at a later date I've been digging back and listening to the first Punch Brothers record that wasn't really the first Punch Brothers record um, it was a Chris Thiele solo thing but it's basically Punch Brothers on it called How to Grow a Woman from the Ground which I love um, really like that record I've been listening to that again but also just listening to more like instrumental new acoustic type stuff um, I put a few sort of posts up on social media in various places asking for recommendations and that threw up a huge amount of stuff so I'm just sort of working through some of that um, but yeah sort of new acoustic kind of all those different words for it chamber grass new acoustic whatever you want to call it that's what's been in my ears this week um, let me know what's been in yours anything I'm missing any music I should know whether it's new or old do give me a shout that is it for this week um, don't forget to go to bluegrassjamalong.com where you can sign up for the mailing list and I will email you occasionally with interesting stuff um, there's also a complete list there of the interviews there's a complete list there of all the backing tracks which you can play, speed up, slow down without changing the pitch all the chord charts for those um, and yeah, you can get in touch with me there and there's links to social platforms and all sorts of things if you're new to all this um, but that is it, have a great week thanks for listening and happy picking I'll see you next time <laughs>
Bluegrass Jamalong is proud to be sponsored by Collings Guitars and Mandolins, making some of the finest guitars and mandolins in the world since the 1970s. Visit collingsguitars.com and find out why.